Well, you know what happens on a Monday night when uh, the Instagram and the YouTube machines both tell me I'm live can only mean one thing. and I must be. I almost said podcast. That would be if it was the Bastin podcast, Bastin beer podcast, which sounds like it would be sponsored by Sam Adams, which honestly wouldn't be a bad thing. But, you know, shoot, would it be a bad thing? I've completely lost track, man. I hope Sam Adams hasn't been like canceled or something. That would be embarrassing. You know what? I was going to say I'm going to find out while I play the theme. I'm not. I'm going to let you guys tell me. You let me know, kids. In the meantime, check out my buddy, Rob, Rob Curry from the Curry Brothers. I don't know if you guys caught that, but I stumbled over that, too. I don't know what is going on tonight. Okay, it is Monday night. I'm going to drink some beer because I'm back on the beer. That kombucha last week was delicious. Did anyone try some kombucha in the week? I didn't have anyone message me about it, but you never know. Maybe some of you did. I had some more. I was going to say I had some today. I actually didn't. I should have had some with breakfast this morning, but long story, I didn't. Nothing wrong with the booch. Just didn't have it. Probably have some tomorrow. Tomorrow is Miss Erica's birthday. Oh, hey, Anthony, what's up? Just noticed you joined in. Um, you know what we should do? We should neither dally nor dilly. We should be getting into this, because I don't know. But I got a feeling that this here beer might uh, might take some doing. This is Cold World, which is a cold IPA. This was made by Rorschach in collaboration with Counterpart Brewing. I had to check that because I keep wanting to say Counterpoint. It's Counterpart. What do I know about Counterpart Brewing? Literally nothing. Hey, Counterpart. Welcome to the scene. I say that knowing that, you know, you might have come into existence in the past six years and I might have missed it because, good golly, there was quite a growth in Ontario craft brewing as I was sort of sliding back a little and uh so i must confess my uh my knowledge is not where it ought to be but hey i know rorschach i was there today i picked this up they make good beer this is a cold ipa what my friends is a cold ipa well it's like an ipa that was made with a lager yeast and it was made in the cold i think that's the gist of it um that's my understanding of it. There was a little confusion at one point, I think, because cryo hops, that sounds cold and like they are. I think there's some freezing involved in the production of them. But I don't think that has to do with what this is. I think this means it's like a lager, but it's like hopped like an IPA. Some people used to call these India Pale lagers, I think. I think. I think. It all gets a little confusing. Anyway, the point is, I, b I believe the idea here is hopped like an IPA, body like a lager. That's what I'm hoping for. And kids at home, have I got a treat for you. Not only are you going to get to watch me pour this here beer, but I'm going to do it into this lovely little tulip glass because, if I'm honest, it was the easiest glass to grab. But it is attractive, too, so that's nice. So let's see what happens here. Oh, well, I mean, it's hazy. It's, it's not clear. Trying to give it a bit ahead. Easy in the back rows, please. Thank you. Yeah, looking good. I mean, dirty glass. 
which is funny because I thought I cleaned it, but obviously not well enough. That does, if I turn it that way, it looks a lot better. <laughs> nice foamy white head on there. And as I say, a fairly opaque, although it's not like chewy looking, you just definitely can't see through it. Sort of um, dark straw getting into sort of not quite amber, yellow still. Hmm, okay, on the nose. I mean, it's less aggressive on the nose than I was expecting. Citrusy and pine is what I'm getting. Or pine? No, maybe more generically evergreen. I always think pine's got a certain tarriness to it I'm not getting on this. Yeah, C hang on. Citrusy for sure. Like peels. Like orange and lemon, maybe. Maybe grapefruit. Maybe a little bit juicy. And yeah, a little evergreeny. Not particularly earthy, necessarily. Interesting. And then I'm getting something off the malt. I feel... Well, I'm going to taste it in a second and I'll have a better picture then. I'm wondering if there's a little crystal in here and like there's an adjunct in here. I don't know if I want to say this or not. It's not a bad thing. I just don't know if I want to put my name to it. I feel like there's I feel like there's rice in here. I think I can smell rice. That would kind of fit if it's a lager, if they're keeping it dry. It would it would it would more than fit it. It'd be a super sensible thing to do. I just I don't typically smell rice. I wouldn't have thought, but I don't know. There's something kind of ricey to this aroma. I think and I say like a little crystal and then obviously there's a nice malty kind of backbone to it, but it smells like Pilsner malt sort of. OK, let's taste. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that is tasty. Mmm. I really like this beer. That's the top level message. I, I'm not going back on that. If you're watching the video and seeing this face I just made. Uh... I really like this beer. This, if you're just joining, because a couple of people have. Uh, this is Cold World, Cold IPA from Rorschach and Counterpart Brewing, a collaborative cold IPA. This is aggressively West Coasty in its hoppiness, and I'm here for it. I'm not going to say what, but I had an IPA in my cooler this weekend. Not many, just a few. And this is a beloved... New England style IPA from the province of Ontario. It's like one of the best without a doubt. It's delicious. It does everything it should. And I was drinking it and just kind of like, I mean, everything about this is pretty much perfect. And, and and like, it's good, but it's just not necessarily exactly what I want. This, on the other hand, is tannic and resiny and definitely evergreeny touching on piney. 
It is more like lemon peel and maybe a bit of orange peel than juicy. If there's crystal, it's very delicate and I'm not totally getting it on the palate. I still think I might smell a little crystal malt in there, but it's not prevalent. And that rice thing, the thing is, it's so hoppy, it's kind of hard to say at this point. The body on this thing is crazy light in a really good way. And in fact, I almost kind of wonder, like I say, it's very bitter. It's very hopped. It's not quite sticky, but it's getting into that neighborhood. But I wonder if actually it doesn't actually have relatively that much hops in it because the body it's not like I don't want to say thin in a in a pejorative way. It's got a wonderful carbonation. It's actually kind of almost um, there's like a softness to the carbonation in the body, but the, the it's not particularly heavy bodied like this is in the light body range, like like a lager sort of it's quite dry and snappy and quite light bodied. Which again, that aroma that I thought might have been rice would fit that. Because rice helps dry a beer out. That's why like Asahi is called super dry. Uh, it doesn't, it ferments right out. It doesn't add much to the body of the beer. And that would be consistent with what this is. Uh, it's delicious. Mm. This is an interesting one because it's got all that hoppy bitterness which is very tasty, by the way, um, like like old school West Coasty. So like probably like sea hops like Centennial be in here. That'd be my guess. I don't know if the can's going to tell me anything, by the way. I could look it up, too. We could see if I can find something about it if it doesn't. Um, or like like one of the blends like Tomahawk or something like that. This is like. Like old school Westy. It's amazing. It's so tasty. I'm glad I bought more than one can. Mm. That said, this is the kind of beer where if you have two in the night, you're definitely going to wake up with hop mouth, which I'm not actually against. I might not have the second one tonight, not so much because of that, but because I kind of want to have it another day. Um, but this is, yeah, real tasty, really cool beer, <laughs> which is funny. It's a cold IPA. Mm. What are you going to eat with this? I mean, the whole spicy thing is going to work, but because the body's so thin, you know what actually this is going to be perfect for is like a hot wing. Um, because it's, there's a crushability to avoid the word drinkable. Um, you can get through this real quick and it's nice and cold, quick, dry body, but with a big astringent hoppy bite, that's pretty cool. It's going to cut through the spice. Uh, it's funny. I'm going actually, uh, this Friday is Australia day and an Australian friend of mine is having a party and we're doing a. Not exactly Hot Ones ripoff, but a uh, uh, Hot Ones-esque uh, wing eating, not a contest, I suppose, activity. Uh, so I'm going to take some, actually probably some light life uh, chicken strips, uh, but a, a veg alternative, obviously not being a chicken eater myself. But, uh, you know, e each one will be progressively hotter. This beer would do really well uh, in, in that lineup, I bet. So much so that I'll probably take a few and find out. Mm. 
my gosh, so many people have been joining and I haven't been watching. Most of you are gone now anyway, so that's fine. But hi, if you've just joined in, if you've just joined in again, drinking Cold World, Cold IPA. This is Rorschach by Counterpart Brewing, and it's a banger. Ooh, so West Coasty, so West Coasty, but with a nice, light, dry body. Just fantastic. Oh, yeah, I'm going to read the can. Hang on. Uh... This is brewed in collaboration with our friends at Counterpart Brewing. This cold IPA aims to blend the drinkability of a lighter rice-based lager with an old-school West Coast IPA. I wonder if it does. It sounds like it has rice in it. Hmm. With a light and dry body and a punchy aromatic hop character. Yeah, like astringent. Uh, this beer will have you enjoying the best of both worlds. That is, that is the truth. I am enjoying the best of both worlds, Rorschach. Let's look that up. What do we say it was called? Cold World IPA. Not super well related on Untapped, but you know what Untapped is? Crap. You heard it. Probably eighth here. Uh, does say citrus and pine. Did I mention that? I did. Doesn't give me anything else on the... Uh, Anything else on the website? Uh, oh, that's interesting. Deep Cove Brewers and Distillers uh, made a Bavarian-style lemon lager called Cold IPA. Oh, frig. What am I? I'm a knob. Uh, yeah, nope. I, um, I got nothing. I got nothing. That's what we got. It's delicious. That's what we need to know. It's delicious. It is the best of both worlds. Has like the weight and, and crushability of a lager, but with this really nice. Well, and actually, it's funny. I mentioned that, you know, you used to hear like people call it like an India pale lager. I think this is a much better executed uh, interpretation uh, compared to when I was getting those, how those drank. And I suspect it's probably because they were hopping them too much like they were hopping them like they were ales and they weren't um this like the it, it i was gonna say the balance is perfect which is to say it skews heavily to the hoppy side but it doesn't skew too far to the hoppy side i want it skewing heavily to the hoppy side and it is but it's not it's not squeaky i'm not you know yeah it's perfect oh i mean perfect's maybe a big statement this is a very, very, very good, very good beer. Mmm. Man, I like that. Whew. That is good. Oh, I've got stuff falling all over the place here. I don't even know why I try. I don't know if you guys could hear that. In getting the thing that fell and putting it back where it was supposed to be, I subsequently knocked something else. So that's what's happening with me right now. How are you guys doing? You have a good week? It's only Monday. Was last week a good week? Maybe that's how I should have phrased that question. Well, anyway, um, yep. So Cold World, Cold IPA. I bought this at Rorschach. I'm going to guess you can also get it at Counterpart, but I don't even know where Counterpart is. So don't come at me, brah. Um, I do see here Rorschach Brewing is at 1001 Eastern Avenue. So in case you want to look it up by address, that's where they are. And it's super good. And it's in a tall can, too. 473. I'm used to the Rorschach IPAs being in shorties, which I'm fine with, but this is a big boy, so that's that's something to be held to. And we said we're going to eat it with hot wings, or a wing alternative if you, like me, do not eat chicken. Mmm. So, 
so tasty. Now here, kids, let me just look up something um, because I want to get this right. I want to get this right because it's about Muddy York and they are. They've got their um, their hoppy trails. Oh, perfect. Moving party. Uh, this is uh, Saturday, February the 3rd. So not this weekend coming, but the next weekend, February the 3rd. Am I right about that? Yeah, it must be. Uh, not this weekend. Next weekend. Swing on by the uh, the the original uh, location uh, in uh, in East York to wish them uh, hoppy trails, as the name would have you believe, as they embark on their move to is it Stoville? I think it's Stoville. I'm ninety nine percent sure it's Stoville. Um, if you didn't hear, uh, they were. They, they, I think the order of operations was they found the location in Stouffville and decided to open a second location, which would be uh, like a brew pub because it was a, a restaurant sized space, but had space for a brewery. So they began the process of securing that property. And while doing that, found out that their current landlord, who owns the building that they've been in since their inception uh, in, in uh, East York, wanted to sell. And uh, they considered possibly buying the building, but with also taking on this new property in Stouffville and on and on and on, it wasn't going to work. And they realized that actually the easiest thing would be to simply move the brewery to the Stouffville location. Um, and so it wasn't that wasn't plan A, but uh, plan A.2 uh, seems to be working pretty good for them. So we will miss having them in uh, in East York. But you know what? As a serial renter myself, I know what it's like when the landlord says I'm selling. They can't quite say you're out, but they're basically saying you're out. Um, hey, you're out. It sucks. It's not a good feeling. But we got one more hurrah uh, next weekend. Not this weekend, next weekend, February the 3rd. So swing on by and, uh, and, and thank them for all they've done and wish them well on their move to Stouffville. And hey, if you're up Stouffville way, you guys are getting a heck. Well, I was going to say heck of a good. Heck of a good in the sense of like, how many times have they won Canadian Brewery of the Year? Like, I think two, maybe three. It's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, so good for them. Um, yeah crappy that it had to play out that way but i think uh when all said and done and the dust is settled i think they're going to be doing doing just fine and i'm glad because um, jeff and sue are great uh really awesome people their staff's amazing and uh always love that place i just don't get to east york as much as i would like to so uh that's the game plan go check them out that's your event for this week the other thing that i also happens on saturday february the 3rd is that will be the kickoff of the Guinness Six Nations of Rugby. Ben Johnson, if you are still one of the people on Instagram watching, you feel free to stop right now, kid, because we're talking about Quidditch. We're talking about rugby. We're talking about the Guinness Six Nations, arguably the best sporting tournament of the year. I know people will tell you it's March Madness. People tell you a lot of crazy things, okay? And a lot of the time they're wrong. Alex Jones is a perfect example of this. And yes, 
I didn't say it, but if you want to infer that I think March Madness being the best tournament of the year is the sort of crazy conspiracy theories that Alex Jones spews, I didn't say that. But if you want to infer it, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. Hey, Guinness Six Nations of Rugby starts. I talk about this every year. Man, what a good tournament. This is, of course, six European countries. We've got England. We've got Ireland. We've got Wales. Pardon me. We've got Scotland. We've got France. And we've got Italy. And they play each other in a round-robin tournament. There is no playoffs. There's no quarters. There's no sudden death. You play each team once. You get a certain amount of points based on your performance in that game. Whoever has the most points at the end of the five games wins. And that's it. It's very British in that sense. There's, you know, not a lot of buildup. You just play. I mean, Super Saturday, the last Saturday, is always drama filled or almost always drama filled. It's very rare that it's like a total blowout. There's always some it might not be for who wins, but there's always some interesting game on on Super Saturday. And in fact, uh, last year, all three games were maybe not awesome, but had some significance. So just a wonderful tournament. Uh, you can watch it here in Canada on DAZN. If you're a person who has DAZN, which I still hate saying DAZN and they just, it's ZN. They've omitted the vowels in the word zone, which I guess when you consider that they've opted to spell the DA, maybe I'm expecting too much of them, but anyway, neither here nor there. That's their choice. It's a popular streaming service for sports and Good for them, I guess. Anyway, if you've got a DAZN membership, you can watch uh, the Six Nations. You can also watch it if you have a Prime membership and a VPN. I say that because it's available on Prime in the UK. So you're going to have to pretend like you're in the UK. But if you have the capacity to do that, you can also watch it on your Prime account. Lastly, and probably the best way to watch it is at a bar. <laughs> there are a few around Toronto that will show it. I know. I was going to say Hemingway's. I think. No, Scally's is what closed. Hemingway's is still open. Hemingway's um, previous owner uh, passed away last year, sadly. Uh, but I believe they're still operational and still showing the rugby. So that's positive. And of course, as I always mention, you can come down to my club, Bombay Beach Club. Uh, we allow in anybody to come in I, for hall days. I would highly suggest looking this up on the Internet. If it's being shown in the hall... You can come on down. It's a $20 admission, uh, which I know sounds like a lot. We actually have to charge that much because we, we have to buy a license. And it's not even that we're trying to recoup the cost of the license. I mean, we kind of are. But beyond that, the license has a minimum admission requirement in it. And so we have to charge that. It's kind of eh, anyway. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Uh you can come on down and watch it at Bombay Beach Club. We have one of the best views in the city, looking out over beautiful Lake Ontario. Wonderfully appointed bar, great beer selection, good wine, good cocktails, good food. They, they serve breakfast because this happens primarily in the morning and into the afternoon because, of course, it takes place in Europe, so either five or six hours ahead of us. So say a 7 p.m. kickoff is actually a, you know, a 1 or 2 p.m. kickoff, depending on which country it's in. Uh, but, uh, you come on down. It's a great way to start your Saturday. Have a Caesar, have a little fry up, watch some rugby. If you don't understand what the hell's going on, don't worry. Most of the people there do and would be more than happy to explain it to you. And in fact, I will probably be there 
being more than happy to explain to you what it is we're looking at, some of the finer points of the game, whatever you want to hear. We are a passionate lot, and we would welcome anyone to come on down. And the best part is, of course, I say that we're trying to recoup the cost of the license. We always do. Easily. All of... Because we have to charge a stupid amount of money for it. All of the proceeds beyond uh, paying for the license go to the junior rugby program, which I'm involved with. And so we appreciate your support. That said, next week, what are we going to do? I don't know. You know what? I might do a Muddy York beer. Yeah, maybe I will. Help send Muddy York off uh, on their their way up to Stouffville uh, as they depart Toronto. So that's not a promise, but it's a probably. We're going to go with that. Not a promise, but a probably. In the meantime, if you want to get this beer, get it at Rorschach and I'm again, probably counterpart, which I still don't hang on. I should at least do them the, <laughs> the decency of looking up where they are. Counterpart Brewery is oh in Niagara Falls. Huh. How about that? I had no idea. I mean, we've been through this. Of course, I had no idea. I've said that multiple times. Counterpart Brewing. We are a craft brewery and kitchen located in an industrial plaza in the north end of Niagara Falls. North end. This always gets really confusing because Niagara Falls is on the other side of the lake, which means that they're in Niagara Falls, but like towards Niagara on the lake, not towards the other way. Anyway, Counterpart Brewing. Hey, this beer is delicious, Counterpart. And uh, the next time I am down your way, I will look you guys up because it's tasty. So there you go. If you're in Niagara Falls or the surrounding area, St. Catharines, uh, Niagara on the Lake, um, Jordan Station, <laughs> I don't know, Grimsby, you could probably make your way on over. Pick up some of this. Cold World, cold IPA, real, real tasty stuff. It is the best of both worlds. Snappy and dry and light body, but man, with a big old West Coast hop. It's really tasty. Mmm. Yes, indeed. Come join me and Muddy York. Not this weekend, but next weekend, February the 3rd. And that, by the way, being aware that podcasts live forever, uh, that would be in the year of our Lord 2024. So if you're listening to this in 2027, that's crazy to me. And uh, I guarantee you my contact info probably hasn't changed. Reach out and tell me. Holy moly. Three years from now, will we even still be here? Let's not get heavy at the end of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> come next Saturday, February the 3rd, year of our Lord 2024, and uh, join the send-off party for the good folks at Muddy York. I'll be there. The whole Channel 6 news team will be down there, except Stu, our boom mic operator, who's getting fired later today. Very unprofessional, Stu. I don't think his name was Stu. I just reached for it. Anyway, classic Simpsons. Yeah, that's it for tonight, guys. I've chatterboxed long enough. You have a great night. Have a great week. Hopefully you don't get soaked in all the rain we got coming in like I'm about to. When you see me, I will be a soggier fella. Let me tell you that. Uh, until then, check out my buddy Rob Curry and the Curry Brothers playing us out. Link Ray Gun. By the record, the link is in the description. You have a good night now. Bye. Bye. <laughs>